Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Let's Trend the Zeit Together. Uh, that is courtesy of Face Forward at Face Forward One on Twitter. I'm Jack. That's Miles. It uh, is. That is a Rolling Stones song reference. I don't know. The, What's that? The, oh, uh, that's that band my great grandmother loved. Yeah. The Beatles one did not come through uh, yesterday, so I, oh, for I the should not be so presumptive. <laughs> for the trend of fit of Mr. <laughs> Zeit, there will be a show tonight on trampolines, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I should not be so presumptuous to be like, and that iconic performance, of course, <laughs> evokes the, the vocals of one Paul McCartney. Right. Uh, yeah. Pretty soon I'll be referencing Funkmaster Flex mixtapes with these titles too. Right. Like, huh? Yeah. Huh? Let's tell the people what's trending. Yeah. Uh, run that check is trending because Stimmy, we- All kinds. All the, the words. Stimmy is coming. Uh, should be by the end of March. Uh, the physical checks should uh be hitting like around March 29th. The uh bank accounts, the uh direct deposits should be hitting bank accounts around like March 22nd. Um, Joe Biden went uh a day early, so you know, yeah, I mean, maybe even March 21st. Who who the hell knows? <laughs> who knows? Be, maybe he'll put an extra buck in there. No, he I won't, know. but. You know, there's, you can always wish. I know that a lot of other story around this was like folks are like, he won't wait to have put his name on a check like Trump did. Mm. But also on paper, is it less people getting benefits? Maybe, but let's ignore that because he's not putting his name right. on the check. And that is just gauche. And also um, like, what about all the uh, hand wringing and changing of the bill to only pass to this on party lines. Wow. Right. Appeal to Republicans uh, only to get... How, how many Republican votes did they get? Zero. Zero. Um, yeah. This the saw somebody on Twitter call it a uh, please don't start bread riots check. Um, and I think that's probably... I mean, that's truly the Democrats art of the deal. Yep. Okay. Yep, walk <laughs> like, right up to the edge of like, that wait, populist you dumped, revolt. You brought the price down and they didn't even buy? They're <laughs> like, nah, and actually it's below invoice cost. And I now I got I'm out here with this ad car and I just I'm on I'm upside down on this stimulus package now. Mm. Um an EU COVID spike. Uh I I just yeah. got such a sinking feeling seeing this shit. Um It's like we're fucking back in March of Last like, year. Last year, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, according to The Sun, uh, the most trustworthy news source on, uh, Earth. on Earth, I believe, yeah. Uh, Pierce Morgan's it, The Sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they had a infographic, which is the only way I can learn information. Uh, Italy up 50%, uh, b- 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 Germany up nine, Estonia, Poland up 58, 63, Hungary up 108%, and Greece up 48%. Um, Spain is down, Portugal is down. So, uh, that's good, but it seems like I don't you know. You want to see more like negative, like Spain is negative 33%, Portugal's yeah. negative 49%. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the U.S. has been negative, right? For, I mean, relative now. to, yeah. Relative at, to but the, like, the worst. The Overton window of how we sort of realize what's good or bad is doesn't really apply in the U.S. at the moment. Mm. 
um and they they've been down from the highs but still like wasn't it when texas passed their get out there and take your masks off laws it was like still on an upswing yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's... It was trending upward. But they're like, but it was lower than where it was a while ago. <laughs> but <laughs> it wasn't the all time. Consider the vo- as vol as a, like volume knob is still being cranked up. Mm. That's well, whatever. They don't like stereos. Uh of course El Neni. Yes, Jack, you know Mohammed El Neni, our uh, Egyptian god yes. on Arsenal. Fucking scoring a goal against Olympiacos in the Europa League. I get it. We used to be in the Champions League, but it was a oh my god. We were the, we were up one nil, then they tied it up, and then we scored a second, and then we scored a third to seal it up. And then he doesn't normally score a lot, but when he does, it's from outside the box in Europe, and we needed it. And I just wanted to put that in there because I needed that personally to see Arsenal do things that are uh, like resemble winning matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. I like thinking outside of the box and scoring from there outside you go. of the box. That's what they, uh, that's that's what they know why I like Jack. this guy. Exactly. The Steve Jobs of... What do you kick a ball with? Your left foot? Right. Oh, with the, oh right. You're right everything except... Except small writing. movements. Yeah. Like but shaving, you shoot a basketball? Writing. Shoot, a, shoot a basketball with my right. And <sighs> do not have any of the... Uh, you know, residual like ambidexterity that like a along with Ben like Simmons, <laughs> like, you right. know, he's Ben Simmons is like lefty one thing, righty the other. And he can like shoot with either hand from like 10 feet away. Uh, I can uh, not do much. Dude, I can't uh, wait till like, the after times and we do the DZ mixtape, like an one mixtape. Mm. Just the most washed basketball moves. <laughs> that would be amazing. We you gotta I mean? do that. It's yeah. Like I'm hurting my back trying to do a layup. I'm like, ah, Jack, you pushed me. Uh, You're like sitting down. Foul, foul, foul. You just fucker. checked up the ball, man. Foul. That was a foul. You you checked it. Too I go hard. so hard to the fucking rim, and I just throw up when those nasty. Like I'm like, oh, <laughs> and one, and one. Like, you, hit, you threw it and hit the underside of the rim. All right, all right. See what you got, motherfucker. Clear path foul. Clear path foul. Bet you uh, do the sham god. Oh, uh, and the sham. Could you imagine a, a mixtape of us attempting sham gods uh, crossover? I want to see that. Yeah. yeah, that would be funny. I saw, man, I saw a clip of this, uh, like eleven-year-old girl hitting somebody with the sham god. It was so nasty. I was like, oh god, for this country, if we do one thing right, it's basketball. I do love and slowly just, soccer. Yeah, I do love just regular like. TikTok of like backyard basketball moves is yeah that and any clip where it's an adult crossing up a baby that's in- <laughs> those are instant classics or did you see that one video that was the clip that looks like the the same sort of format of those TikTok videos where it's like a little boy shooting hoops like in his driveway and it said a new family moved in across the street and I noticed this young kid he was out there shooting hoops every day by himself so I thought I would go introduce myself. And then this dude just starts fucking swatting the shit out of him. He's dunking on him. Just it's just so violent. And the kid's like, ah! oh man. Uh, yeah, there's anyway. my favorite of those, and I can't find it right now, but there's a uh time when someone crosses up a baby and like the baby 
doesn't fall immediately, but like it's almost like they've put Delayed. a spell on the baby's <laughs> legs and the baby just like can't move uh, and then falls over like three seconds later. There was that other one in the before times we were passing around the office. I think it was like an office mini hoop one where someone just yacked on a like a coworker and it was just uncalled for. Like the yeah. person did not was not trying to meet you at the rim like that. But there was anyway. there was one recently, maybe maybe that's the one you're talking about, and I just only saw it recently. But where the dude like goes up and on the way down, he like does a sick windmill and dunks on the person, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like the whole it's like a classroom, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like, it's the most violent, and the celebration is just uh, everybody immediately is like that was brilliant. Yeah. All right, it is uh. The anniversary of the 311 tsunami. From yeah, that. it's 10 years. Damn. Or no, yeah, 10 years. See, it's so hard. <laughs> Listen to tomorrow's episode. You'll see how we're struggling to figure out how time works. But yeah, it's been 10 years. I was, I left Japan right at the end of February. I was like, I was there. I was thinking about like, I just quit working in politics. And right. so I was just trying to find my shit. I was out there with my friend Ty and we were just like, doing little odd jobs, making videos for like companies or whatever, just kind of figuring out how to stay out there. And at a certain point I was like, yeah, I guess I'm ready to like go back and start the whole comedy thing. And the day before I left, there was a huge earthquake and I was in the Mori tower, which is in this part of the city called Ropongi. And it's a, one of the tallest buildings in the city. And we were like on the upper level. And it was just like swaying. And that's when I was like, damn, I'm glad I'm about to be out of here. But then the, the tsunami and the earthquake hit uh, like a week and a half later. Oh, wow. So there was yeah. like a big one leading up to it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, there's it's just so active there seism- yeah. seismologically. Uh, right. So it's like nothing new. But I mean, looking back, it was just such a harrowing moment. Um, and yeah, just one that the, the country still sort of, you know, recovering from and uh <sighs> Just, I mean, just seeing any of like the footage again, you realize how mismatched we are when it comes to battles of humans versus the earth. Yeah. And when you just extrapolate that to all the other things, like you, you realize like how precious uh, our time is here, but also like, you know, that we actually have to consider what it means to live here. And as disasters, not that this is tied to climate change, but as natural disasters increase, like our preparedness has to be in line with it because we could, I mean, we've seen what happens just with it being too cold. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just, you know, just, you know, rest in peace to everybody who lost their lives and absolutely uh, just the subsequent fallout as well. So the, um, did you, did you read that article about the Cascadia subduction zone in like the Pacific Northwest? And I think when you brought it up, I did. Yeah. Um, a while back. Yeah. It's just so infuriating because it's, um, you know, it's the thing that we've been running up against in the past year over and over again. But, you know, pe- people know this massive earthquake is coming to the Pacific Northwest. It happens like once every 200 years. It'll happen at some point in the next 100 years, probably. And it will result in, you know, a massive, massive tsunami that will uh, and the world is just like not built for it and nobody's doing anything about it nobody's like changing anything about it because it's just like well that's not how capitalism was designed that's not how our society was designed Um, yeah 
Yeah. Ugh. And then, I mean, because you think about it even now, even 10 years later, there's still 40,000 displaced people in Japan from, from the tsunami. And that's just because, too, there's the contamination from the radioactive fallout. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a really, like, painful moment, I think, for most people. But, yeah, Japanese people especially, just because it's I mean, 18,000 people died. And, uh, yeah, very, yeah. very uh, just tragic disaster. Yep. And as we talked about on this morning's episode, this was the day last year that uh, that we kind of everybody realized that the NBA was shutting down. Tom Hanks yeah. had the coronavirus. But, Powerful. Uh, that it was about to get weird. Um, Mounds is trending. Uh, yeah. Why? Because because Ari Melber had a take on Mounds. I guess like he tweeted. He tweeted, who buys the Mounds bar when an Almond Joy is available? Considering it is a Mounds bar, yet also features the bonus of some carefully placed almonds? I mean. Okay. But they, like it, a lot of people are responding. Yeah. Almond Joy is dark chocolate, right? Mounds is dark chocolate. What, mounds is dark chocolate. Yeah. But so, I don't. Is it that I, different? Dark chocolate day, versus like milk? No, I mean, for like, because the coconut is so front and center. Overpowering, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I'm not sure if I quite pick up the nuance between the milk and the dark. Plus, you get, again, as he says, as this, you know, MC scholar himself, Ari Melbourne says, <laughs> carefully placed almonds. Yeah. They are carefully placed, and that is what's most important about them. Um, yeah. Exactly, because yeah. you've, you've seen the other bars where they are carelessly placed. Sometimes yeah, they're on the it's underside. Just it's willy nilly. An embarrassment. Yeah. William Nilliam. William Nilliam. Wasn't that a tweet? Didn't someone? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, are you Team Coconut? You you fuck with? Yeah, I like coconut? it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I, that's one like it. I've never gotten. I've never understood the real battle between the two. Right. But it seems like a lot of the people who are really feeling this debate, it's just about like we don't fuck with almonds or like the dark chocolate is better. So. Yeah. Okay. In a box of chocolates, uh, which is like life as we know. What what is your number one? Like, what's the one that you're looking for? Like, oh, probably it has to be um, like a European chocolate, probably because like they use like real milk and shit. Um, right, but like of the different variety, you know how like you get a box and there's oh, like you're different saying like varieties, a Russell Stover's like, like yeah, a Seeds box, you're looking anything for... that's a truffle. It has to be a truffle, and I don't like, I don't want any fruit in there. It's got to be straight chocolate. I don't even actually like nuts if I'm having a really fancy, yeah, like you know. I remember when I used to work at the mall and I would swap discounted wallets at the Coach store for Godiva chocolate. Mm. Um, I'll be like, yo, just hook it up with a truffle thing. Mm. That's all I want. Is a truffle like specifically has like a nugget or yeah, truffle just indicating the innards are filled with a some kind of solid right, chocolate right. or you know softer chocolate or other things, but truffle chocolates, yes, mm. please. I'm team co- I'm team coconut. Like that's my number one. Find the coconut one. Okay. Um. Find <laughs> oh, are the you the coconut. dude who's like biting off the corners and shit. <laughs> and they're like, who did this? Well, it's usually like Forrest Gump, not to uh, be rude, but he, he, and not to spoil it, but not, maybe not that bright because 
you do sometimes know what you're going to get when you uh, look at the <laughs> chocolates. You can kind of tell which one has coconut. Kind of do. Some of them, uh, hey, asshole. Some of them, sometimes there's a fucking poster inside that tells you which <laughs> ones they are. But we get um, it. He had, look, he had a long life, man. NFT artwork. Uh, there is a piece of artwork that just sold for $69 million. Uh, it is purely digital, but with a, uh, you know, stamp, uh, it's by Beeple who has like, uh, 1 million over a million Instagram followers, uh, is just like a graphic artist. Um, and the piece is like a thousand, it's a collage of a thousand different drawings he did over the course, 5,000 drawings he did over the course of three years. Um, and it has an NFT in it, so you know it's got to be worth sixty-nine million dollars. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, cool. I'm still, yeah, I mean, yeah, great. You have your non-fungible token there to to stay. Bless mm-hmm. you. Sixty-nine uh, million. Like, fuck, bro. I I don't want to own the fucking like Guernica or some shit. Right. It's, if you fuck with art, like you'd want to have like a real like masterpiece. But I get it. This is like the wave, and who am I but a pleb I s- with a taste yeah. for Picasso? I'm I'm somewhere between being confused by it and being like, um, uh, like ethically opposed to it. I don't. Right. It just seems like a place to hide money. Uh for rich people essentially yeah Um, and it just like for all the decentralization talk of people that are really into crypto like just like focusing 69 million dollars into an nft uh is an interesting way that we're starting to see just like wealth accumulate in these weird like forms now right so you're holding on to 69 million in the form of this thing yeah yeah someone explain to me how this is like uh, a way to dis- redistribute power to uh, people who aren't part of the technocratic class. Uh, I mean, and I'm not saying that like, yeah, I'd like to see you try. I honestly don't know. Please do explain it yeah, to me. I, exactly. I'd, I'd love to know uh, what the argument is for NFTs, um, which I'm told are stands for non-fungible tokens just now by Miles Gray. Boom, boom. Um, all right, guys, that is going to do it for this Thursday. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of our show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.